Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 97 of Reddit Readings, the best show on the internet until proven otherwise. Today we are jumping into something exciting, something juicy, something a little bit different. We're jumping into r slash entitled parents. We've got a couple of good ones for you, and then it gets a little bit heavy. So without further ado, grab your tea, grab your popcorn, and we will jump straight into it after this quick word from today's sponsor. Do you find yourself looking at all the bourbon on the store shelves and don't know where to start or the differences? Do you enjoy bourbon? Want to know more about the science, history and the stories behind the label? Did you know that bourbon is a distinctive product of the United States? It can't be produced anywhere else in the world. And no, not all bourbon has to be made in Kentucky. I learned this listening to Bourbon Pursuit. If you think you like bourbon, get ready to love bourbon. Bourbon Pursuit is the official podcast of Bourbon, the best source for all bourbon news, reviews, and interviews of people making the bourbon whiskey industry happen. Three new episodes every week. Learn the next bourbon trends, great bottles, the personalities behind your favorite brands, and get the juicy scoop on all things whiskey. Past guests have included CEOs, master distillers, and brand ambassadors from every major distillery, authors, bloggers, industry influencers, retailers, celebrities, and unique consumers who hunt down rare bourbons. Take your knowledge from being a bourbon novice to a bourbon baron. Wherever the good stuff is poured, Bourbon Pursuit is just a play button away. Join your hosts, Kenny Coleman, Ryan Cecil, and Fred Minnick on an epic bourbon adventure. Subscribe and follow Bourbon Pursuit wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Posted by Psycho Senpai. Karen yells at me in a Walmart over apple juice. Ah, oh, I've been wanting to share a Karen story for a while. This happened a few days ago and is possibly the stupidest story here. A few days ago, my mum had to go to Walmart, pick up a prescription, and grab a few groceries. She hates Walmart, so we always, you know, try to hurry. While she waited in line for the prescription, my brother and I went to look for a few groceries we need. We reach the grocery part of the store and start shopping. When we finally go down to the drinks, we see that there are two gallons of apple juice left. I go to grab them when a woman comes up. She sees me take them, but I turn around and ask if she was also coming to get apple juice. She said yes, so I offer her one of them, and we can take the other. I don't know how or why 
she escalated this so fast. But she tells me to give her both of them because she wants them. I tell her again that I'll give her one of them. We will take the other. She isn't happy with this and starts demanding I give her both again. I tell her flat out, no. My brother's not saying anything because he's not good with confrontations and just wanted to get apple juice. I say, ma'am, do you want this one or not? Just give me both! How hard is that to understand? I want them both! So, no? Yes! Just give them to me! As she starts to progress into a scene, my brother starts looking anxious, but he chimes in. Hey, look, we're trying to be nice. I don't care! Just give them to me! You're wasting my time! I eventually get tired of this, and, out of spite, I put them both in our cart. I turn around and motion for my brother to follow. She starts yelling, but we just head to the front. It was seriously the stupidest thing ever. You know, I'm kind of uncomfortable with how well I do that. Maybe my talent's wasted here. Maybe I should go and seek my potential as a full-time Karen. Posted by BlueFunder55 Lesson learned. I'm never bringing my Switch to work ever again. So, this happened to me today. I work in fast food, to give you a clearer picture. I went on my break and was playing Pokemon Shield. I'm saving Legends Arceus for when I'm at home and have more time. So I'm playing my game when I see a young boy, about seven, watching me. I look up and see his mother watching us. She nods, so I assume she's giving me permission to talk to him. I ask if he's played before and he says no, so, you know, I let him play on it. I tell him I started playing when I was his age and give him pointers when he asks. So the alarm on my phone goes off for the end of my break and I ask for it back, which he does and thanks me for letting him play. I'm walking towards the staff room when I hear the call of a wild Karen from behind me. Ahem. I look back and see the boy's mother behind me. Yes, can I help you? Yes, you can let my son keep playing your game. You're going to be working now so he can play it until we leave. We're paying customers after all. Um, sorry miss, but it's my property, so I'm putting it in my bag now. Oh, give my son your game. Ma'am, stop, I don't want her game, it's hers. She had raised her voice now, so my manager had come over because I was late coming off my break. Is there a problem here? Yes. She won't give my son her game to play with. She's going to be working now, so she should let him keep playing until we're done. She had a smug look on her face. Like, she thinks her logic is sound and my manager's just going to agree with her. Ma'am, it's her property, and if she says no, that's her right. But I'm a paying customer. My son should be able to play. Ma'am, if she said no... That's the end of it. Now you can either sit down and finish your food, or you can leave. Karen stomped off to her table and grabbed her things before stomping out with her son following behind her. I feel really bad for him, because he was really sweet as well. My manager asked if I needed five minutes, but I told him I was fine, put my switch in my bag, and went back to work. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From A22 Yellow. Parents expect me, 17-year-old female, to stay past turning 18 to continue to be a live-in nanny and help them with their house payments. Okay, so I have been sitting on this for a very long time and have waited until I was at a semi-safe slash moderately safe place to say anything. I'm hopefully moving out on the 28th and feel like I can post this and whether they see it or not, there's not a lot they can truly do at this point. It's kind of long, but this is a long story that took place over several years so I feel like I've condensed it with enough detail to make somewhat sense. I've been watching my three younger siblings since I was 14, and we had just moved to a different state. And at that point, the youngest kid was two and a half, now six. Up until then, I'd never had a good relationship with any of them. Barely hung out with them, stayed mostly at slash with my grandmother, didn't even have a good relationship with my parents and was resentful of them because of my parents, mum and stepdad, very obvious favouritism of them. It started small, just an hour or two, and then quickly devolved into watching them for hours on end into the night. Then they made friends with neighbours and went out. They went to watching them nearly full time. And when the parents were home, just before the pandemic hit, I watched them with no pay. Unless you count them feeding, housing, not giving me to an abuser as payment, like they did. Then they started with $25 a week, no exceptions, and it didn't matter how much I actually worked, and I never actually touched any cash. They would buy things for me if they had the money on the side from their own spending. The pandemic made it very very easy to guilt trip me into watching them all the time and sacrificing everything. There are several different stories I could tell, but some of the quick points are I let them pull me from school to do virtual despite having some apprehension. They pressed this solely so I could watch and pick up the kids after they went to school. I let them pay me and then hold this pay over my head I let them pull me out of school for my senior year. Another long story. I'd always said through the pandemic, I wanted to do my senior year in person. I let them ruin my relationship with my girlfriend for a long while before I put my foot down and repaired it. Going steady since sophomore year, as serious as high school level relationships can get. And I let them take my opportunity to get a job and license and work for them with 45 to 60 hour work weeks babysitting. These kids are not angels. Hell, not even par angels. They go unchecked and undisciplined. 
I'm the only one they even semi-listen to, and that's a 50-50 chance. They run around like banshees, hit and scream, and are just generally bad kids. They're constantly on a screen and have been as long as I remember, watching scary videos and murdery videos and things that generally young children should not be watching. They stay up as late as I do. I've had trouble sleeping literally since I was a baby, and I'm trying to help myself without becoming dependent on melatonin and such so I don't become immune. And sometimes even later. For reference, that can mean 4, 5, 6 a.m., and sometimes get knocks at my door asking for food and such. It's not just me who says these things. My grandmother who watches them when we go back to our hometown, my family who sees them, my girlfriend's family who sees them act this way, their teachers, etc., also say this or say it more politely. The youngest is the worst. Going the most unchecked and ignored, and when she's bad, it's... Well, she has ADHD, so... No, it's not an excuse. Not even a diagnosis. You just don't parent her and don't want to help her, mum. I have ADD, diagnosed unmedicated because my mum refused to re-medicate me after the last pills made it difficult to maintain weight and gave me facial tics. I understand that sometimes it's not fun or easy for people to be around me, but even I can say I don't think she has ADHD, or even if she does have it. I think she has a mum who doesn't discipline her and instead encourages bad behaviour. It's ridiculous. The middle kid is becoming more mature, at nine, but still unchecked and doesn't listen. The oldest, who is 12, is realising his parents don't actually parent and is becoming resentful. And the younger girl gets favoured because he's getting prepped to be the next me. I understand the whole older kids babysitting younger kids thing, but you cannot expect a 14-year-old who barely recognizes her siblings' voices to be able to cope well with that kind of childcare job. Hell, I don't even really like children. And even as a kid, I didn't really hang out with the younger kids than me because I found them annoying. Ironic, I know, because I was probably just as annoying. Making me do this made me resent them even more, in all honesty. It was exhausting and made me a resentful person for a while, and I'm still very angry and have a lot of pent-up frustration that I'm trying to work through. I don't think I've ever been capable of caring properly for these kids, in my honest opinion, and they should have either a real babysitter or after-school care. I've had several breakdowns and I'm just not mentally well enough for this job and my concerns and valid points for this have been ignored. When we move towns, 23 minutes drive between my house and my girlfriend's house for reference, they got very, very bold. My biological dad is dead and because of that my mother receives a survivor's check with stipulations as to where it can be spent. My entire family bashes her for refusing to use that money correctly and abusing it. And it's an extremely sore and sensitive spot between us, especially with all of the jokes that they use my check for themselves and that the money isn't really for me but for them, and how they quite literally refuse to let me stay in my hometown 
where I was happier and healthier because that meant they'd lose the check. They've openly admitted they were never going to let me know of its existence because they didn't want me to know. I found out the only reason they can afford the house we're in is because of the check. They depend on this, despite having a second job and well-paying government jobs. You might say, well, the pandemic, but no. They've admitted if they just cut back on frivolous things like that $1,000 armchair they bought in December and my mum's purses and all their other bullshit, they'd be able to do it on their own. They guilt trip me by saying that if I don't stay, they'll lose the house and it'll be my fault. Eventually, it all came to a head back in October. I put my foot down and I demanded I get a job. I needed money for college and had nothing to show for my life and had no way to pay for college, not even a license to get there at this point. This ended with a huge blowout fight where I did some things I regret. I called names, kicked a recycling can over, punched a wall, got in my parents' faces when they did mine. Essentially a stoop to their level. And I'm ashamed to admit it, but I will own up to my mistakes. And she trashed my room and told me she'd never let me leave. And that as long as I was her kid, I had no say in anything and my life was hers to control, essentially. She went on a rampage, saying how she'd take every contact to everyone I knew away and how she'd make everyone hate me and how she'd make it so I couldn't physically leave because I was all alone and had no one. I am extremely afraid of this. I'm afraid of people leaving me. I'm afraid of people not coming back. And she knew this as she said it all. I snapped out of it at that point. I realized I had a scared dog upstairs who'd be coming back to my bedroom with glass everywhere because my mum threw a box of 20 or so glass bottles on the floor, collected for recycling. Realized I had a girlfriend I loved who I wanted in my life school to attend that I couldn't if she were to take my laptop and that I would still have to watch her kids to fucking eat and actually survive here I immediately backpedaled and apologized and went along with what she was saying I was promised therapy pills help with the kids whatever bullshit she spilled out and I knew everything was a lie I refused to watch them until we had an agreement And then I was paid $32 a week flat. I'd been leaving Friday to Sunday for a real job in my old town with my girlfriend, so I lost Friday's money. Whatever. I'd be making way more at the new job. Supposed to be in cash, but that stopped about a month afterward, where it was put on a cash app card, but only with whatever they could spare depending on my wants and their extra money that they didn't spend. Since then, I've been threatened to be held at my house with my phone turned off so I get fired from my job because it's my job's policy that if you don't show up to a scheduled shift without any kind of notice, with an exception to emergencies of course, then you'd be fired. They run a formal restaurant that's successful and can't risk liabilities like people not showing up, which I understand. 
I've been avoiding a bank account because I don't want her to have access to my money. Cash my money with my girlfriend and hold it at her house, not mine. I'm looking for a car and getting ready to make a DMV appointment the week of my birthday, hopefully, along with a bank and savings account and walker's license. They've been getting more and more aggressive with saying I'm not leaving to the point it's mentioned at least once a day. At first, it was, you aren't leaving until you graduate, so we have someone to watch the kids. Then it was they needed my check to pay their mortgage and wouldn't get it unless I stayed. And now it's I'll be staying until the beginning of, or end of, depending on mood, summer to help in their time of need. They threatened to put me in a psych ward, to have me arrested, to give my family members up for things they have asked them to do to guilt trip me and to have my girlfriend's parents arrested for harboring me as a runaway after I'm 18. I don't think they can do that unless I'm in danger, which I'm not, and her family can pass a wellness check with flying colors, which I agree with. I also can prove I have a paying job, nutritious food to eat, and a safe place to stay. I'm not a nanny. I've been prevented in furthering my life, and I've been withheld from getting the necessary things to survive on my own. I owe nothing to them or their kids and in self-preservation have to let them be on their own and figure out their own shit. I didn't want kids. I didn't buy a house I couldn't afford and depend on government checks to help me along. I need to go to school to get the kind of job I want. Well, guys, that was a bit of a heavy one. Let's hope they get out of there and do better with their lives, eh? Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed our episode today, and what a story to end on. Jeez. Anyway, that is it for episode number 97. Until next week, everyone, take care, have fun, and I'll see you soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.